0: This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. I do not have a guest today because I'm sitting in my new guest chair. See, I thought to myself, hey, why do my guests get to sit in a super comfortable chair while I have to sit on this very hard, cold, metal stool? It doesn't make any sense. So... I decided to sit in my guest chair, just for a while, not forever. The only problem is, the first three times I tried to record this story, I fell asleep. Right in the middle of talking, just fell over and napped for about an hour. So I'm still in the comfy chair, but I put a prickly pillow against my back to keep me awake. Ouch. My neighbor Garth happens to own a prickly pillow business that he runs out of his burrow. He's a mole. And he gave me a discount. I know what you're wondering. And yes, he does make a lot of money selling prickly pillows. Ouch. I'll have to lean forward so I don't hit the prickles while I'm recording. Let's get to our story. Set sail on the sleep cruise. Take it away, Anna. There are no pictures you have to imagine pictures in your mind. You can imagine them however you want to. Okay, here we go. Sunlight streamed through Lambden's window. He opened his eyes and felt the sunshine on his wool. It was going to be a beautiful day. He could just feel it. As usual, he'd had an incredible ride on the sleep train during the night. It always left him feeling refreshed and ready for the day. He stretched and twisted himself around. As he did, he heard the faintest crinkling of paper. Lambden turned over and pulled back his pillow. There was a paper. A letter. For him. Dear Lambden, We at The Sleep Train have an exciting offer for you, one of of our our most most loyal, serious sleepers. We are proud to announce the grand opening of our Sleep Cruise, a luxury ocean-based sleep experience. The Sleep Cruise will feature a new array of sleep-focused amenities, musical enchantments, dance numbers, and more. You... Lambden, are cordially invited to be our guest on our inaugural cruise. We shall set sail tonight. In order to claim your free ticket, provide the name and contact information for one friend whom you believe would benefit from our services. Your friend will be provided with a temporary button so they may join us, join us on, our journey. on our journey. Sincerely, Sincerely Team, Team sleep. sleep. Lambden reread the paper a few times, barely able to contain his excitement. A sleep cruise? It sounded amazing. All he had to do was bring a friend? At the bottom of the sheet, there was space for him to write. He scribbled down the name and address of his friend, Wooletta, and placed the paper back under his pillow. Lambden spent the rest of the day looking forward to the sleep cruise. He could barely pay attention in school. When he saw Wooletta at lunch, he told her to make sure she looked under her pillow that evening. She gave him a curious look then went back to eating her grass. That night, Lambden brushed his teeth, meditated for ten minutes, and changed into his pajamas. He had developed a sophisticated sleep routine after his many trips on the sleep train. Lambden's sister breezed into the room smelling of toothpaste. Good night, Lambden. See you on the cruise. Lambden watched as his sister jotted something in her journal, fluffed her wool, and peeled back her pillow to press her button. A great swirling cloud swallowed her up. Lambden climbed into his own bed and heard a familiar voice. All aboard! I repeat, we are now boarding! Then, he heard a sound that had never before come from beneath his pillow. All aboard the sleep cruise. Everyone is looking fabulously serious about their sleep. Mind your step, please. Lambden grinned and pulled back his pillow. There, on top of his button, was a ticket for the sleep cruise. Lambden pinned the ticket to his chest with one hoof, and pressed the button with the other. There was a whooshing sound, and Lambden's own great swirling cloud streamed upwards. Instead of being dropped into a tunnel, Lambden was deposited on a dock, at the end of which floated an enormous yacht. The sky was the darkest blue-black Lambden had ever seen. It was embroidered with stars The yacht had soft, glowing lanterns bordering its deck. There was a long line of animals shuffling towards the entrance, where a towering moose welcomed the guests aboard. Why, good evening, Lavanya. You are looking wildly serious about sleep tonight. Don't forget your life preserver. Don't want to lose anyone on our first time out, now do we? And please put some mittens over those claws for the duration of the voyage. Lambden recognized most of the animals. They were all yawning and rubbing their eyes. But there were a number of animals Lambden had never seen before. These, Lambden surmised, were the friends each animal had invited in order to get their free tickets. Lambden looked around for his own friend, Willetta. He'd chosen her because he knew she took her sleep very seriously. Willetta always wore an eye mask at night. She lit a scented candle for 30 minutes before bedtime. She brushed out her wool 20 times on each side. And she'd been given a toothbrushing award by her dentist. Lambden knew all this because at school they'd spent a month studying sleep and Willetta had made a very colorful poster about her sleep routines. But as Lambden looked around, he didn't see Willetta anywhere. She must have received her temporary button. And he had told her to check under her pillow. So, where was she? Just then, Lambden's sister breezed by, smelling of toothpaste and lotion. Beside her was her friend Eugenie, who was yawning with gusto and stumbling forward blindly, already wearing her sleep mask over her eyes. Animals continued to pass by Lambden, but none of them were Woletta. This is the last call for the sleep cruise. Lambden walked over, feeling confused. Lambden, so good to see you. You're looking quite serious about your sleep tonight. And I'm sure you would be most impressed with our new ocean-based experience. But, how shall I put this? It seems your friend has not arrived. I don't know where she is. I guess she didn't... Oh, my mistake. It appears she's here. Lambden turned to look. Well... Emina. It wasn't Wooletta. It was a lamb named Woolamina, who sat near Lambden in wool knitting class. Hey, Lambden. Thanks for the invite. Lambden's stomach dropped. He turned back to the moose. There must be a mistake. I invited Wooletta. This is Woolamina. Oh, oh dear. What? I see what's going on. There were a few... mistakes in the temporary button installation process. I believe Wuleta's button was installed under Wulamina's pillow. Seriously? Um, I can hear you, Wulamina said. Lambden turned to her and smiled. it's it's not you. It's just that, um... Well, the, the sleep cruise is meant for animals who are serious about their sleep. And, well, you don't seem like you are. The tour guide, and Lambden, looked at Wulamina. She was dressed in denim overalls, sunglasses, and rain boots. Oh, this is, this is what I wear to bed. I don't sleep much, though. Lambden nodded. He had guessed Wilhelmina didn't sleep much at night, because she did sleep through most of wool knitting class. Unfortunately, I'm not sure we have time to deal with this... snafu. I'm sorry, Lambden. If the button was given to the wrong friend, then... A pained expression flashed over the tour guide's features. And she leaned over to press some other type of button to summon help. No, wait, please, please. Let's just have Wilhelmina come with me on the sleep cruise. A trumpet sounded. The animals on the ship began looking back towards the dock, trying to make out who was holding up their inaugural voyage. The moose's foot hovered over the button. You know me. And hey, you all messed this up, not me. Please, I'll help Wilhelmina. She'll be fine. Hey, maybe she'll end up like me, a changed lamb. Remember what I was like when I first came to the sleep train? The tour guide sighed. My goodness, am I charitable. Fine! She lowered her foot. Welcome aboard, Lambden and Wilhelmina. I'll have Martleby get you some... suitable clothing. Thank you, Lambden said. Cool, said Wollamina. They climbed aboard. Moments later, the ship pulled away from the dock and set out to sea. After Wollamina pulled her new penguin pajamas over her clothes... She leaned forward in her seat and started drumming on the seat in front of her. Uh, uh, Wilhelmina, you you really can't do that on here. Why? It's a sleep cruise. Everyone is trying to fall asleep. You have to be quiet. Wilhelmina stopped drumming. Sorry. Some soft music began filtering across the ship's deck. Where all the passengers sat, gazing up at the brilliant night sky. Wulamina started humming along with it. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wulamina? You really can't hum. Oh, sorry. It's just hard for me to relax. Uh huh. The tour guide's voice came over the loudspeaker. Up ahead, you will see our first sleep-inspiring visual treat, only possible in such an ocean-based experience such as this. The passengers turned their heads to see dolphins—eight of them—engaged in a most elegant dance. They leapt out of the water and twirled through the air with calming gracefulness. The cruise passengers' eyelids began to droop at the spectacle. Delilah, a rabbit Lambden often saw on the sleep train, was seated a few rows ahead. He saw her set up her mist machine. A fine, cool cloud smelling of jasmine flowers wafted around the ship. Mardleby passed through the passengers, distributing blankets. Fuzzy, weighted, or organic bamboo? When it was Landon's turn, he happily asked for a weighted blanket. Wulamina declined to take a blanket at all. Oh, I'm fine. Uh, uh, I'll take a bamboo for her. Just, Just keep it here in case she needs it. Martleby handed him a cream-colored blanket and continued on. The ship sailed slowly past the dolphins. I hope you enjoyed that first stop. You're probably getting quite sleepy, but do try to stay up for just a few more minutes. And don't forget to pay close attention to the fine print on your ticket. Just as a reminder, as there have been some... Questions. Questions. Lambden snuggled deeper into his seat and glanced at the moon. Then, the tour guide's words finally found their way through his sleepy brain. Fine print. Lambden pulled his ticket out of his pajama pocket. He scanned all the way to the bottom, where, in very fine print, it read... Free ticket contingent, contingent on invited friend falling asleep during, during not, not after, after the sleep cruise. She has to fall asleep. Lambden glanced over at Woolamina. She was wide awake, tapping her knee. She caught Lambden's eye and grinned. This is cool. Uh huh. Lambden grimaced. Take a gander at that crescent moon on display for us tonight. Is there anything more magnificent? Drink it in, people. Wow. wow. Beautiful. Makes me so sleepy. Lambden looked at Woolamina. She grinned again, totally awake. Lambden sighed, wondering how he would pay for the cruise ticket but he was distracted by a change in the music being piped through the ship deck. And now for a glorious shooting star show. Look up, friends. Most of you will fall asleep soon as this magical sight works its way into the sleep pockets of your brains. Sleep pockets? That's kind of silly, Wolamina muttered. Lambden frowned. Everyone's chairs tipped back further. They all gazed up at the dark sky as shooting stars began tracing across the night. I can't take the beauty. Mm. One by one, their fellow passengers began to slip off to sleep. Lambden looked over at Wilhelmina, hoping the shooting stars would have a calming effect on her. She was smiling up at the sky, sitting up in her tipped back seat, completely awake. She looked as if she could, at that very moment, compete in a grass-eating contest. Lambden felt himself getting sleepy, but he fought to stay awake, so that he may find a way to put Wulamina to sleep. He handed her the bamboo blanket, and she tucked it around herself, he began shushing in her general direction. Shhh. Shh, shh. Are you shushing at me? Oh, uh... They were interrupted by another gentle announcement. Guests who are still awake, there are only a few of you by now. We have one more performance, scientifically proven, to put you to sleep. We've done a number of trials on this one, and 100% of study subjects were lulled to sleep by its mesmerizing effects. Actually, 101%, because the monitor of this particular study also fell asleep. Please direct your attention to the aisles. It felt as though the air itself changed along with the music. A chill swept across the ship. Lambden pulled his weighted blanket closer to his chest. He fought the heaviness on his eyes and looked up to see several seals wending through the aisles. They were dripping wet, clearly having just leapt aboard from the depths of the icy sea. They blinked their big, dark eyes slowly. "'moving languidly across the ship's deck. "'They were knitting. "'Each of them moved slowly through the rows of the passengers, "'knitting scarves made of glistening golden yarn. "'The scarves trailed behind them on the ship deck, "'and tiny, glimmering sparkles drifted up into the air "'from the edges of the yarn.' Lambden watched the seals, their flippers moving gracefully. How can they knit with flippers, he thought to himself. The question seemed to clog up his brain and block the rest of his thoughts. The seals seemed to knit slower and slower, the golden scarves trailing behind them, gently swishing against the wooden deck of the ship sending twinkling dust into the air. Lambden felt himself being carried away to sleep. But just before he let go, he forced himself awake. He sat up straight in his reclined seat. He pinched himself a few times and rubbed his eyes. Must get Woolamina to sleep. Lambden brainstormed what to try next. He tried to block out the shimmering golden sparkles that danced around him and the knitting seals meandering through the aisles. Then, he heard a yawn. Lambden turned to see Woolamina watching the seals, her eyes... Drooping, He watched in surprise as Wulamina swayed with exhaustion. Then it hit him. Knitting! She falls asleep in knitting class. Sure enough, as Wulamina kept her heavy eyes on one seal in particular, its knitting seeming to follow the rhythm of the soft music, her eyes closed. She fell back into her seat, just as the seal passed by. Lambden, now assured that he would not have to pay for the luxury sleep cruise, let his eyes wander around, looking to the seals, the swishing golden scarves, Twinkling shimmers in the air, then back up to the stars. His mind quieted. Lambden opened his eyes. Sunlight streamed through his open window. Across the room, his sister stretched and bounded out of bed somehow still smelling of toothpaste. Later, in wool knitting class, Lambden sat down next to Woolamina. "'Lambden, hey!' she said, clearly well-rested. But as soon as their teacher, Mr. Poppin' began a tutorial on a new knitting stitch, his hooves tracing a pattern over and over, the garment growing longer and longer... Wilhelmina's eyes grew heavier and heavier. Lambden watched with amusement as she put her head on her desk. Lambden continued to watch Mr. Poppenfluffle and found his own eyes beginning to close. And as they did, the image of the knitting seals with their golden scarves took shape in his mind. And he had to force himself awake, a nap would interfere with his nightly travels. And as much as he had enjoyed the sleep cruise, he was planning to board the sleep train again that night. He already had a monthly membership to the sleep train, and that night there was to be a performance by a visiting dance troupe of iridescent moths. He was not about to miss that. Well, I guess you can tell the prickly pillow worked. I'm going to have to send Garth a thank you note. And now I know how to keep my guests awake when I give them back the comfy chair. I know, I know. I'll return to my cold, hard metal stool for the next story. Fine. Well, I hope you loved this story. And I'm not going to say much more because I'm betting quite a few of you are asleep right now. That story was scientifically proven to put 72% of listeners to sleep. Okay, so I haven't done the research yet. Still working on the grant proposal. But that's a pretty good guesstimate, right? So, for the 28-ish percent of you who are still awake, Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. Special thanks to my in-house tech director, Peter Kay, for running my website and for putting my stories on the internet for all of you to enjoy. Big thanks to the listeners who provided sound effects used in today's story. Thank you to Nico, Oliver, and Lily. And thank you to Anna for providing this super important introductory message in this episode. If you love the podcast, share the love. Tell a friend about Little Stories for Tiny People and why it's special to your family. And thank you, as always, for listening in.